<laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Kekuwewa Junior, and uh, Bob. It's it's been um, I want to say uh, like a busy uh, couple two three weeks. Uh, in addition to what, so so what I was doing uh, the last uh, few weeks is um, I was testing myself to see like how much can I handle still at this age, right? Because you know a lot of guys. I, I gotta say, I, I see a lot of guys my age, right? They're getting complacent. They're giving up. They're they're not really giving up. They're slowing down, but they're allowing themselves to slow down. So my my thing was like, can I still do this? Can I still do? It? And I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you guys later. But first, the attitude of gratitude. So um, we want to say how's it? The the countries have not really changed all that much. We didn't really pick up uh, too many new countries at all. Uh, they're the countries are the same. However. Um, Apple Podcast is slowly going down, okay? And we see this trend across the web because I, I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of digital stuff. And so we're watching Spotify and Spotify is killing it like in all areas on the web uh, with their platform. And so Apple Podcast has gone down to 59%. Okay, that's the people that get our podcast. And then uh, Spotify is, is a steady 14. But we're being picked up in India now on Ghana. G-A-A-N-A It's a network that they have in, in uh, India And so we've been we've been uh, graciously accepted and, and put on that network So uh, we're going like, yeah, all over the place and, and funny thing, but from those guys They branch us out into Pakistan Into, uh, you know, neighboring countries of India So we're very grateful for them uh, So thank you guys if you guys are listening in India right now uh, Anchor is 4% iHeartRadio Now iHeartRadio, we did not... Um, we didn't have too many people uh, on iHeart uh, Radio, so it's the iHeart Media app. Um, and another thing I discovered, because I I did some work uh, recently with with iHeart uh, Media again, like like unofficial, like just you know, Chris. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a we cannot tell you the story yet, not yet, but we're gonna tell you the story later on. Uh, but iHeart uh, Radio is actually up to three percent, and they were showing like one percent, which means. Like a small hand few, uh, like a yeah handful of our, our listeners. Uh, web browsers are actually on the map now. They're like two percent and fourteen percent other. So these are these are other platforms that are picking us up. Uh, minor platforms that that don't have enough numbers to even constitute a one percent, but they're out there and they're carrying us, and we're very grateful. So thank you guys, thank you guys so much. Males eighty one percent, females down to eighteen percent. Okay, so uh, anyway, and then oh, we got non binaries and non specified people listening now. So if you're non binary and you're not specified, uh, so Malo, Malo for tuning in. But you know, so so what I wanted to talk about on today's podcast is be careful what you create. Okay, be careful what you create. Now you become a, a slave to your creations. Okay, and I don't mean slave like we're we're used to hearing the word, but. Um, you do become responsible for what to what you create okay so i give you an example of this um i i ran this idea by because i i run i have a bad habit of running ideas by my mom you know especially like early on and i think um when i was in my mid uh, late late 30s when i was in my late 30s and i got this idea i'm like okay we'll open a store because i was doing all these businesses and I said, okay, the next thing we're going to do is have a store. Now, uh, the reason why I started doing these things and different things and, and um, actually, we were a little premature diverse. We got diverse. We, we diversified a little prematurely. And so it was a bit of a struggle at first. Uh, but once we started going, right, so, so one day I get up, I go, wow, this this production company is going good. Voice school is going good. Uh, record companies." You know, we're producing stuff. That's going good. We're doing jingles. We're, we're, you know, doing all this stuff, right? And so I'm like, okay, so now let, let's build a store, right? Because I was talking to this guy and uh, he's become very successful with his store. And uh, I'm not going to mention names or anything, but um, so I used to hang out with him a little while, you know, like maybe a couple, two, three times a week. And um, he told me, he said, no, you should, you should get a store. You know, we go down to Costco, we, we buy this stuff and then we, we sell them and we, we collect uh, EBT and all this. And, and at the time, I got to say, at the time, it looked like a good idea. It sounded like a good idea. And then I ran it by my mom. Okay, now here's the thing, right? Okay, so, but this was a good outcome. But um, let me just interject 
something here at this at this juncture at this point okay so um i want to say that um your friends and well-meaning friends and family okay and i don't mean well-meaning family because sometimes if family don't mean well uh but but well-meaning friends and family or let's just say perceived friends okay and family okay the friends bro i had one friend for 30 years a lot of guys i can i can count on my hand and they they're they're all like question marks like sometimes they're my friends sometimes you know sometimes so i just used uh, i don't use the term friend loosely okay so i'm i'm just like that and i i know what you guys are thinking right like oh well you know more friends uh no it's it's not that i'm friendly with a lot of people okay i have colleagues um i have uh peers right i have people that that i see that i'm friendly with but we don't really hang out we don't really do anything we don't really um you know it's not like they're at my house or i'm at their house or anything like that and those people i consider to be friendly you know like an amicable uh relationship or yeah i know him know him you know whatever and of course uh being a public figure you know a lot of people say they know you right oh yeah i know junior yeah i know, I know junior so i go well ask him ask him um so I give them this question that nobody would know except people that really, really know me. And I go, okay, ask them, ask them this. And, and if they can answer that question, then they know me, right? And <laughs> it fails all the time. But here, well-meaning friends and family, okay, will give you the worst advice. The worst advice. But this time for the story, I actually got a really good piece of insight from my mom at the time. And so I was in my mid-30s and I had money to, you know, invest in something. So I thought, okay, I'll build this store. I went down, I, I talked to the realty guy, right? Um, the realtor, and he, he was leasing the space and whatever. And it was a good location. It was, you know, right around the corner from people, from a housing development. Actually, two housing developments and a shopping center was like right across the street. I'm like, perfect. Okay, this is a good place. Because it is always about location, whether you're, you know, building a home or, or buying a home or, you know, uh, building a business. So, so we actually, um, we, we actually like went halfway with this whole thing. We're halfway down the road. We're in the home stretch, right? And, um, the two people that, um, started the, uh, the, the voice school with me, right? Um, who actually started the record label with me and stuff um so i was gonna have one of them stay at the store and then i was gonna stay at the school uh, because my office was at the school right so we had this thing all strategically planned everything made a call to my mom i'm actually grateful this time that i made the call and and i said mom i'm gonna gonna open a store i got you know got the cash right here i'm just gonna walk in i'll put it down and you know i'm do this thing right and she presented me with something that i never thought of she said if you open the store, you're going to have to stay there like every hour that that place is open. You're going to you're going to be anchored to the to the store. And I had to think about that. Right. And I'm like, hmm. hmm OK. I, and when I started to think about it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't think we're going to do in store because, yeah, I cannot be anchored down. OK, so the, the whole the whole thing with with, um, you know, my business partner and I who who happened to. Uh, you know, play music with me, and he was, he was, he was like uh, my brother. He was sometimes is like my dad giving me advice. Sometimes it was me giving him advice, or whatever. It was, it, you know, we helped each other like that. We we're he was my best friend, brother Wayne, and uh, he's no, he's no longer here, but um, we always worked things to where we could cover everything, you know. So he covered when I had to go to meetings for our consulted company when we started that uh and and then you know and i'd i'd anchor things down when he needed to stay home and he needed to rest he needed to do whatever and so uh but anyway so we kind of you know worked it out that was pretty good okay but now i'm going to tell you guys about i'm, I'm going to relate this to physical entities in the modern world okay and i know a lot of people out there are still you know their dreams of building a business right and they're thinking of going into a retail space and then, oh, they're going to make money because people are going to come. And, okay, right? <clears throat> Wrong. Okay, so um, that's not the future. <laughs> that's not the future. All right. So, so first of all, rents, okay, are so expensive right now, right? And we stayed in our retail space for, 
what was it 20 21 years 21 years in the same location and uh and it was cool we had a we had 677 square feet the first one and then we downsized after because um we had a we had a kumu hula we had a hula halal over there a small little you know hula group right and uh, it wasn't a halal halal like you see on Mary Monarch. It wasn't like that. It was just a, a hula hula class, right? And we had a kumu hula that came and taught a teacher. She came and taught the girls. We had recitals. We we did the whole nine yards. We 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 experienced everything. And you know, in life, it's experiences, right? So we experienced that. And then it was time for the the kumu had to take a, another job. She had to move situations and and whatever. So we phased that out. Then we were left with too big of a space, so we downsized. And uh, the rest, as they say, is history. But 21 years in a retail space is, I mean, uh, so we figured it out. And it was, um, yeah, I could have could have bought a huge house with the, the money that I spent over there. But um, the future is online. Okay, the future is building things online. Okay, now the infrastructure to support that is being built. The physical infrastructure to to uh, support that. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about Amazon. Okay. I'm talking about Amazon building warehouses in rural areas. Okay. So that when you order something, it'll be there in a couple of days. You know, they're building one in Hawaii. They're, they're building, they're building all over the place. Okay. They're also buying their own aircraft. Okay. They're buying their own. So they're going to have their own UPS. They're going to have their own FedEx, right? They're going to have everything. Now, these big tech uh, companies are doing this. They're, they are building the infrastructure necessary to support their online business, not the other way around. Okay. A lot of people go, oh yeah, well, you know, we can get this physical uh, place over here. And then, then we're going to go on a website. And I'm like, okay, you, you guys doing them backwards. Go focus on the web first and what you can do on the web. And then what do you need to support that? And then go subcontract that. Why are you guys why are you guys getting into a, a location, right? And we, we, you know, did not anticipate um, leaving the office and, and leaving, you know, the, the physical school that I had, right? Because, well, the school was just like, a, technically, the school was just a room in the office. Uh, the rest of the office handled all of our other companies and our, our other things that we were involved in, um, mostly my consultant company and, you know, other things. But... Um, the most important thing that um, you know, I, I would say that that you need to uh, that you need to do is your homework first. Okay, how much online can you do, and how much physical can you do? Now, when COVID happened, that was like telling us that was like confirming the future. I started working on the future in 2010. We started we started online in 2010. We started building infrastructure online in 2010. And I got to tell you, Hawaiians, um, I built like almost almost half wrong. OK, almost half wrong was doing. OK, but we was doing. OK, and this is what I'm going to tell you. OK, about about that. OK, failure is necessary for success. OK, you have to fail. You you have to go to and it. And it's called paying your dues. OK, um, paying your dues is not giving somebody a commission, although that is part of the deal when you get to the door where where that's necessary, you know. And, and so here's the thing, too. Right. We always offered we always offered like, like hey, if you if you, you know, get us in here, we'll gladly give you 20 percent. We'll give you 25 percent. Of course, we researched what the market value was and we said, hey, we'll, we'll give you a percentage. OK. And we noticed that the majority of the people that we did that with were full of crap because nothing happened. Okay. And if you're giving somebody top dollar, if you're offering somebody like top percentage, I remember I had this uh, meeting with this girl who shall remain nameless. And she came into my office and we were, we were talking about, you know, uh, sales. And she was telling me that she could, oh, she could bring sales from her social media and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, hmm, I saw her account. I'm like, okay, that's not really going to happen. So I, I told her, I said, well, if you can prove yourself as a salesperson, like in the old school way, uh, where you go out and you get accounts, I'll give you a percentage. Okay. So I offered her such a high percentage towards the end because I kept raising the percent. I said, okay, well, if you, if you don't want, uh, if 25 is not good, I'll give you 30. I mean, and we, I kept going up. I, I felt like an auctioneer at one point, right? I give you 35, give you 35 and 40. Let's go for it. You know, whatever. Um, I don't think I went 40, but, but whatever, but I was going up. Right. And, um, because this is how 
you you have to call people on their crap, Alliance. You gotta call people on their crap. And if you call people on their crap in such a way that they are put in a position, okay, where, you know, they can't move. And they can't move because they don't have any leverage. And they don't have any leverage because they're bullshitting, okay? And I know I don't normally swear on the podcast, but but that's what it is, okay? Then they can they have no choice but to go away. They have no choice but to go away. They can't do anything. They can't move. It's like it's like checkmate. I and mean, you put them in checkmate. Like, All right, but you put them in checkmate in a good way. You don't put them in a bad way. Okay. So I offered. Okay. Some 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 instances. I said, okay, look, we'll come in and do it for free, because I already saw how how it can how it can work for my benefit, right? So this very famous entertainer um, taught me this. And I, I don't want to mention his name either because you know I just I just want to say this. Um, he said, you know, when 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 you can figure out, or when somebody figures out what you well, how they can make money with you, you need to figure out how you can make money with them. And I gotta tell you, always there's been uh, situations even recently where I look at it and I go, I I can't see it. I can't see the you know what's a benefit for me doing this. I can't see it. And sometimes I gotta tell you, God is real, Hawaiians. Okay, God is real. Now, sometimes you have to allow for for a little journey, like a, a few baby steps forward. You need to take the steps forward to see what transpires. Okay. Now, I will say that um, if you really want to see a person's colors, true colors, right? Then you have to you have to be as obliging as you can in every respect and put the ball in their court nine times out of ten they can't hit the ball back nine times out of ten they can't put the ball back in your court and then you know and then you know they're full of crap okay so so this girl right so the percentage kept going up going up going up and and she wouldn't take it okay which told me a lot about about her confidence in her abilities okay it wasn't there so i'm like okay all right next and you know but i think the only thing that that was wrong about the whole thing was that the meeting took too long it took too much of my time uh but anyway but then so what what i'm getting to with the with the internet with with physical locations and stuff so the things that that you guys are doing that are focused on physical you guys need to start thinking digital really um so a lot of physical locations are changing uh, you know, recent, recently, a friend of mine is uh, is a very high ranking member in the uh, in the state in the organization, whatever. He works for the state. He's a very high ranking uh, person, and he goes, "No, you know what the future is? Um, all those those hotel rooms that that we can't fill, those are all going to be apartments." He goes, "You see all these buildings over here with all these stores, and yeah, nobody's renting these stores. See that? Yeah, okay, they're going to be converted into small living units." I'm like, "Oh, really?" So, I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, I, you know, I get a little glimpse here and there of certain things in the future, but um, I'm going to tell you guys that when you guys start planning for the future, if you do, if you're that type, okay, if you if you're sitting, if you're 25 years old right now, because I, I look at our demos, we have a large quantity of of 25 to 30 38 year olds and and i look at the demos i go okay we got a lot of young people listening so if you guys if you're in that category okay if you're like say 20 to 28 years old you're listening to the podcast and you're like okay i need some ideas to you know um yeah you need to really look at digital because if you're looking at physical if you're going like oh i want to build a restaurant right you know how many restaurants fail right now like right now Restaurants are like strapped right now. They're cutting their menus down. The the supply chain is not up and functioning at full force yet. And so this is probably um, when when things are like this. Okay, it's probably the most opportune time to come in with an innovation. It's probably the most opportune time to come in um, with partners in partnerships. You know, instead of one big restaurant you know, subdivided in half, right? Bring in a partner and go do two things. Go do two separate things. Another thing is specialty. Okay. Specialty is really important. Okay. If you're the hot dog place, instead of the everything we can feed you place, you probably will make more money right now. Okay. Because the everything, um, is not happening yet. Okay. It's not happening. Okay. But, um, there's this one guy 
and he was uh he's an entertainer guy um and and he i heard that he opened the, the restaurant and everybody was telling me oh this guy's crazy man he's opening a restaurant he's taking over the lease for this place and i said well because it's cheap right now to take over the lease and theoretically if he can pull it off the right way if he manages correctly okay he's probably made the best decision of his life because it's going to turn out in the long term okay now you got to be in for this kind of stuff in long haul physical locations long haul because right now things are still up and down up and down and and you don't know i mean the the economy could just tank any day they've been saying that for years but uh you know uh regardless right it's a long haul thing now when when we started our businesses we you know we were like wow we're teaching at the house you know and then and then we got the you know physical location and then we diversified and like i said it happened a little bit too quick so here's the thing about diversification okay uh it's it's all about timing and we learned the hard way okay so diversification um is normally when like you're doing real real good with something right and when i say real real good i mean you have a cash surplus that you can say okay we're going to take this amount here and this chunk right here and we're going to we're going to build that or we're going to buy that or we're going to take that over or whatever and we didn't do that <laughs> we we did them the hard way always we were like halfway to where we should have been right with company number 2 and and then we made company number 3 and then we made company number 4 so the the timing was was bad so we had to struggle but here's what happened in the in in the 2008 stock market crash okay uh we were seeing people like leaving the building and it was the spookiest thing i, I tell you people were leaving the building and uh the building that my office was in and we would stand outside sometimes and these guys would be moving out office furniture and bringing trucks and loading and and just going away and we were like wow is this gonna be us next you know but a funny thing happened right um and what I was going to uh, mention early on in the podcast about diversification, about multiple avenues of income, write that down, multiple avenues of income, okay? We started the multiple avenues of income, and it was it was really a blessing that we actually did start when we did, uh, even though the timing was wrong, even though we had to struggle a little bit. Uh, was it, The reason was, when um, when one business was down, the other one picked up. And when the other one was down, the other one picked up. So we were, we were kind of like that. Like we had two companies that were really solid. And then when they would go down in volume, right? So we weren't making as much. Because in like for the wedding and party business, there was there was contract season. And that was the beginning of the year. That was January, January through March was contract season. Sign, 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 collect, 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 collect. All the way to March. Now after March things would slow down okay and and we would have a little dip before summertime things would pick up a little bit summertime and then they would dip down until about mm, i would say the christmas parties in december and then then it would start all over again but during those dips and the, the declines okay so you're talking about a big decline if you're doing if you're doing like 10 to fifteen thousand dollars in contracts for a couple months and all of a sudden that thing just you know goes down um normally in in our i don't know in our experience it, it probably went down to uh, you know maybe i don't know the exact figures but i'm i'm thinking around four or five thousand uh, almost in half then the other companies started increasing okay and like i said god is real so you gotta you gotta approach these things with positive thought you gotta approach these things with a good solid mindset and you're going to notice that when one thing goes to the other way, so you, you have balance. It's like up and down, up and down. And of course, you know, the, the number one thought you have, right, is like, why can't everything be banging? Like, why can't everything be busy? You know, but that's not the way it works. Okay, money doesn't work that way. If you watch the money, the money flow, okay, money comes, right? Boom, 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 boom. And then money goes out a little bit like the tide. But when you master that rhythm, whatever that rhythm is for you, okay, it's it's much, much easier, um, much, much easier to anticipate, much easier to work. And then you just go with that rhythm.
Okay. Now, um, a lot of the uh, web stuff that I do, I mean, give you an example of my day. So I'm up at two o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, by four o'clock, I'm pretty well, pretty well over the first bunch of my stuff. <clears throat> and then, then I take a break and from four to like seven, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing, uh, social media stuff and you get, you know, doing all the posts and whatever, putting all that stuff up. And after that, um, I have a little break, right? Till about maybe like nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock. And then I have clients that I see. So life coaching clients, uh, I was really, uh, really fortunate to get another, um, uh, client in uh, overseas in Hong Kong this time uh, so I have one in uh, uh, was that uh, well he's from he's from um, he's Russian raised in so this guy is interesting it's, it's really cool too he's he was he's Russian he was raised in um, Bulgaria and now he's living in the United Kingdom. So I, I have a client in the United Kingdom and, and, and I work with him too. So sometimes my, my clocks get all like mixed up. So sometimes I got to work at one o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I got to work at seven o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning, depending on where my clients are. But the beauty of this thing, you know, the beauty of, um, of this thing is that you can manage it. You can, you know, we have online systems that manage stuff. We have online payment systems that take payments, that schedule, like all that stuff. Uh, we're putting, and we're putting up more. But here's the thing about, you know, um, you are a slave to your creations, okay? Once you create something, okay, you got to go with it. You have to go with it, Hawaiians. You got to go, okay? So you have to really, you know, when I, when I started the, the school, uh, the singing school. I did that for my friend because he didn't he didn't have anything going on, right? I wanted to be an entertainer. I, I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be, you know, I was the funny guy on the radio. But even the radio was, you know, the radio was more for my happiness. The radio was my release. The radio was my fun. And my goal was, you know, getting out there and singing and playing my guitar and doing all that stuff. And so, uh, but... But I, you know, I said, okay, let's, let's just make the school. And we moved forward and we made the school. And the rest, as they say, is history. But that wasn't my, um, I want to say it wasn't my dream. It wasn't my, uh, it wasn't my passion. Uh, it is, it is kind of sort of now because of the development that I see. And since 2010, when I, when I really tweaked the method, and I really uh, adjusted things, and and now we get results every single week with every single client, uh, and and then the same the same results we get with our life coaching clients, but that's only that's that's new compared to you know the thirty three years that that I've been involved with this, uh, it's very new. So, um, but ever since then, yeah, since two thousand ten, I was like, whoa, I can I can change these guys in one lesson. Yeah, let's do this, right? And everybody goes home happy. Everybody's happy. As a result, my calendar stays full pretty much all the time uh, with whoever you know, who, whoever I'm I'm working with, because they get consistent improvement. So this, uh, so one one guy actually got off his antidepressants, which is, uh, I think the I think it was my fourth or fifth person that I got off antidepressants. So this is a you know, that's my high. That that's my you know that's where I get excited and. I'm like, wow, okay, we rescued one more guy. Like, you know, I kind of think of it that way because, um, man, I tell you, it's it's really rough. I mean, if you listen to my story, so so my producer said, okay, Unks, you gotta he calls me, calls me Unks. He goes, Unks, you gotta tell the story first, and then we go build everything. So we're rebuilding the podcast now. We started with the story, okay? So you guys get the story first. He goes, he goes, right? You gotta tell your story first, because if you don't tell your story, they don't know who they listening to, and and they don't know your challenges, and they don't know, you know, they don't know. And so I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. So this is actually the third time we redid the podcast. So we're we're working on yeah <laughs> number three now okay version three three point but um the thing about being a slave to your creations if you're gonna create something okay it should be something you enjoy it should be your passion okay now when we did the wedding and party business that was my passion. 
performing, right? Performing that that was my thing. So the wedding and party business was, yeah, all about passion, all about, yeah, let's go out and, and kick butt, you know, doing this show and, and whatever. Let's get this stuff down. And, and so that was, um, that was the thing for me. Now, I told you guys a um, long time ago, it, it's not even up anymore, but I told you guys about um, the way God works and the way God gives you things. Okay, because you set out with one idea in your head, and by the time that idea manifests or materializes into something, it's a totally di- it happened a totally different way, right? Okay, so one thing that I do is I, I don't plan anymore, okay? I just have that visual in my head and I go straight towards it okay and I I do visualizing a vision board um in fact uh there's some people that follow me on Facebook uh what's my Facebook my Facebook is Junior Kekoeva Junior 1 I believe no it's Junior Kek oh I forgot just go look Junior Kekoeva Junior on Facebook <laughs> it's there um but but I show my and I don't know if they're aware or if the people that that actually are on my Facebook are aware but I am showing them manifestations step by step I'm showing them how to do it and then I post the pictures when I when it materializes you know and I don't know I don't know how it's being perceived I don't nobody's really asked me about it but they watch they see it right so right now I'm working on my my next lease and it's there it's on my Facebook on my stories and um Funny thing is, I keep seeing these angel numbers, right? One, 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 two, 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 three, 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 that kind of thing. And so then I, you know, when I see that on my phone, I go, okay. And I take a picture and I post it in my stories. Okay. And I put, you know, a vision board on the bottom. Sometimes I don't, I just post it. But anyway, um, so my, my whole thing is to demonstrate that, you know, this is not magic. This is subconscious. This is mindset. This is something you need to see in your head before it can manifest in the physical world okay and god is real so god will give you stuff right that you ask for but you might not get it the way you know you may not get it the way you want right but you get it okay so so like i said i got the entertainment career kind of sorta right i didn't get the career that you go in and and they sit you down and they sign you to a contract and they you know and they, they feed you money and cocaine and all that. <laughs> no, I didn't get that. I didn't get that part. That I, I wanted that. I mean, maybe not the cocaine because I, I never did that. But, uh, uh, well, actually, one one time, one time, I think when I was 14. Yeah, 14. That's not a podcast, Owens. But um, after that, I was like, what? Is this all it does? Okay, no, nah, no. Nah. And I just, yeah, I didn't do it. But um, but that, that kind of scenario is what I thought, right? Oh, I'm going to be discovered. I'm going to... You know, they're going to book me here. And they, I'm going to be off on a plane going to Japan. I'm going, I'm going mainland. I, I'm going to do a West Coast tour. I'm going to do all this. Stuff. I'm going to do worldwide tour. And, uh, right? <laughs> Wrong. Okay. It didn't happen that way. Okay. God said, here, here's your wedding and party business right here. You see all these people that you're performing in front of? This was your dream, right? Perform in front of people. You see, so you got to be specific. I maybe, maybe I didn't, maybe I wasn't specific, right? I just said I wanted to be an entertainer. You know, boom, there I was, right? But I think the blessing, you know, as far as my life goes, right, and and the blessing that I bring to the table for others, is number one, being an example of a. You know, I was sleeping on a sidewalk, and if I was sleeping on a sidewalk, and you know, you. you never slept on a sidewalk you you already have more advantage than me right and if i can do what i did you can do it too i mean that's my whole my whole thing is like you can do it too and when i you know show people stuff i'm like hey you know and they they go oh hey nice car how did you do that i said well i i wrote it down i started writing like (laughs) I, i wrote no for real affirmations affirmations meditation you know, and you, you have to put yourself in that mindset. Then your subconscious starts producing actions conducive to your goal. That's how it works, Hawaiians. It's not a, it's not a, it's not witchcraft. It's not, um, offering to the gods. It's, it's not anything stupid like that. You're a human being. Most people, you know, they, they succumb to their distractors. Okay. Cause you have a set of eyes, right? A pair of eyes. Hopefully everybody has, uh, at least, um, most people, right? So when, you, when you're looking at something, you begin to identify with that, 
okay? You begin to identify with the teachers, okay, in elementary school, in high school, who tell you, no, you can't, you can't do that. That's only for certain people. Or you can't, you can't be a celebrity. That you know, nobody told me that. But I hear stories like that. I mean, you know, I work, I, I worked in radio with guys that actually said on the, they said it on the radio. Oh, my high school counselor said that I, I'd never amount to anything. As a result, boom, he went through the roof. Right? It was immensely popular. But, but maybe, maybe it took that to give them the drive. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta have that kind of drive, Hawaiians. I mean, and sometimes that's what happens, right? Sometimes somebody tells you, ah, you're full of crap. And then inside, you're going, I am not full of crap. And you, and he, you, you know what I mean? And you get that drive to go, right? Okay. So I started losing that drive about seven years ago when my friend passed away because everything that that I had accomplished up until that point was me and him from the time I was 24 years old so I spent my whole adult life almost my whole adult life with the you know exception of a few years um working on this goal and and working with my friend and he and I you know uh had that um uh, what do you want to call that? Um, when you when you know somebody really good musically, like it was almost a sixth sense. I knew where he would go when we were doing a live song or something on stage. I knew where he was going, and and if he turned around and went the other way, I could hear it coming. I could jump in and follow and go. Now we're going that way, and we used to have fun like that. And and you know a lot of the people that listen to us regularly, right? Um, never got bored because they would come one night and we would play the song one way, the next night another way, and the next night another way. Uh, so, you know, we kept things fresh. We kept things going. And things were highly creative and always, uh, I want to say we we just built this big bubble and lived in it. And we didn't care about anything else. And, um, you know, basically that's, that's how we lived. And it was all about the show. It was all about... Um, what we would, you know, accomplish as far as recordings, as far as, you know, all of this stuff. And now, I mean, it, it's working. It's out there. You know, we've got, we've got six albums out there. Um, one of the songs that, that I did not know was selling in Japan was, was this, this stupid improv, improvision on a song called Crazy G that I did, right? And, um, if you guys ever see it on my album, uh, or listen to it on my album, I should say. Um, you're gonna notice that the beginning line with the saxophones sounds familiar, and um, it's Woody Woodpecker's laugh. So my friend, right, who was blind, he mimicked Woody Woodpecker's laugh in the beginning of the song with the saxophones, and um, and then you know I come in with the ukulele and stuff. But anyway, that song is selling in Japan, and I'm like, wow, you know, I never. Never worked in Japan, never performed in Japan, but my music is being bought in Japan. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. But um, so, you know, being a slave to your creations is like, okay, we committed to music and that's what we did. Okay. And, and, you know, slave can be good or bad. I know a lot of rich slaves. I, I know some very wealthy slaves, always very wealthy slaves. They're still slaves, but they're wealthy, okay? And, and they're, but they're still slaves, okay? And, um, I want to say that you, you better enjoy what you create. You better enjoy what you create. We enjoyed everything we created, okay? And there's some things that I created, you know, that I go, oh, I don't know. I, you know, just, and you know what? When you're not enjoying yourself, you know what happens? God comes and fixes it. He does. He really, really does. Okay. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this inside thing right now. Uh, when my friend died, right? I had all, I, I had, gosh, I have a whole library of karaoke music, which, which is just the music portion minus my vocal tracks of the music that we recorded. And um, we're putting up another album in November. Uh, n- another album of mine gets released in November, this November, uh, 2022. And so anyway, but I have all these songs, right? So when he passed away, I had to perform and satisfy the contracts we had left. And so I started using, you know, these these minus ones, this karaoke kind of music uh, that, that was actually Wayne, Wayne and I, right? But just not the voice and I, I would I would use it on a uh, uh, 
on a mp3 player and i'd give it to sam and sam would plug it in and you know he'd play the thing and i'd be out there singing and it was agony it was just it was agony okay because it wasn't fun it was not fun okay um i was on the stage and i was singing but i was singing because i got paid to sing i wasn't singing because i was having fun singing right when wayne was alive and we were on the you know on stage and stuff we would we would be playing like with each other sometimes we'd be we'd be do you know i would do something and nobody would know because they don't know what we're doing right and i would be doing something and i'll i'll go one way you know and and then wayne would hear me and he would go another way um if you guys ever get a chance go to my facebook page and look for the live concert version of of this spanish number that we did uh it's on uh on my uh guitar my spanish guitar it's we, we call it the spanish guitar number and uh it's on my facebook and it was it was uh from the waikiki show and on the waikiki show there were there was no rules it was our thing right so it was like the hell with it i wore jeans on stage i did all kinds of stuff i mean that was you know we paid for it i'm like that's that's my dream here we go right and so so anyway but during that number we played back and forth like ad lib there was no rehearsal there was no nothing we just did an ad lib and it, it's recorded on video uh thanks to this guy that that uh sent his video crew down you know for me like on the house he just said no no here you go i'm like whoa but um you know that that kind of thing wasn't going on anymore and it was very very um arduous it was an arduous task and and i had to just keep going i had to keep going i had to keep going and pretty soon covid happened right there was the orchestra for a little while we're doing the orchestra thing and that you know that was good but that wasn't selling that was not you know something that was in demand you know what i'm saying so if you have a chance if you have a choice between okay bob marley band or orchestra which when you you know so in hawaii like okay yeah, never mind the orchestra but we did we, you know we did some gigs and it was good it was good fun uh, it was the realization of a dream i always wanted to sing in front of an orchestra boom there you go and so i did that for a while right and then covid came and said all right you know covid was like god's answer to me like okay you're not you're not having fun all right it's time we close this out and it was probably the the best thing that that the best way to go out the best way to go out because everybody went out the lights went out the stages went out like everything equipment got pulled out of certain clubs it's i mean you know everything stopped and that was a blessing you know in my life that was a blessing yeah i was i kept thinking you know in the back of my head like what would happen if if i i crashed and burned or what would happen if you know i don't know whatever right you read these stories about these celebrities or whatever and they have these these blossoming careers it's good careers going all of a sudden they they end up in a tailspin and and they crash and burn frank sinatra was like that and i i didn't even know that i didn't know that until the pandemic and i started watching youtube videos you know but um but anyway so when you become a slave to your creations make sure you enjoy being that slave make sure you enjoy make sure it's not work for you you know when when i see my clients it's not work for me i see my clients i sit down in front of the video you know we're you know um we're doing life coaching or or whatever and um i really i the the big thing for me is young people because i i see a lot of young people i teach a lot of young people and I open their minds to things above and beyond their standard education and and they start, you know, they start gravitating towards stuff and it's nice to see and all of a sudden, you know, sometimes things click and when things click, boom, they start going in in one direction that, you know, that they never thought they would go in or you never thought they would go in and and that's how you change the world, that's how you make the world different. It's it's like one person at a time, one thing at a time, one step at a time. It's always like that, okay. But if you're going to be a slave to a creation, Hawaiians, right now, okay, it, it's time to create online. It's time to do that, okay. The metaverse is coming. This you know, there's things to do with metaverse, and and when blockchain comes, I'm telling you guys, this this, you know, I see it because I'm online and I 
I see what's coming. Uh, it's fantastic. I mean, really, it really is. I don't, I don't think I would trade my uh, young years for for that. Like, I wouldn't want to, you know, I wouldn't want to relive my childhood and grow up in the metaverse kind of thing. Eh, no, I, I really enjoyed um, the journey so far for me, uh, and the way I grew up, and the place I grew up, and all that kind of stuff. But um, your great grandchildren will grow up in the metaverse. They will be a part of that, um, you know, part of that paradigm. And things are, I want to say, there's always a trade-off, right? And I want to say things are going to get easier. But at the same time, there's going to be trade-offs, right? And when the change starts happening, there's going to be a lot of people losing their minds. <laughs> there, there's going to be a lot of people losing their minds, okay? But... If you can cling to the glass half full, you'll be okay. Like right now, in at this very moment in 2022, okay, this is the most opportune time in the history of, of the world, okay, where you can go out and secure a sizable piece of anything for yourself and your family right now. And all you got to do is take the steps. Now, if there's if there's a learning curve involved, go do that. If 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 you gotta take courses or what, go go do that. I'm very lucky. I have a private teacher, right? Not everybody can can do that. I you know I get it. Um, but but go and go and learn, okay. And then then there's resources like you know uh, uh, there's resources that that you can subcontract to people so you don't have to hire them. You don't have to pay benefits. You don't have to do any of that. You know, um, here's one interesting, uh, before I go, this is one interesting observation that, that I think maybe may help you if you're, um, thinking about doing stuff. So the way things are done now, it's not like before. See, see, before in the old days, they would make a product or they would design something, right? And they would say, okay, this is what you need. You need this, right? That's the old style. Now, what it is, is you get wind of what people need and then you create it. So people will come to our website, right? And they will order something, okay? And only when they order something will we go out and assemble it and put it together and design it and and whatever, okay? And then deliver it like that, okay? It doesn't work the other way, okay? The other way, right, you get stuck with inventory, you get stuff you can't sell, you get stuck with, you know, all that stuff. And I don't know, I, I think I was really lucky when, when um, my uncle, years and years ago, he told me, he, he said, you don't want to deal with inventory, don't do that. You know, so we started service companies instead of, uh, you know, retail companies and um, merchandising. We, we stayed away from all of that. So... But what I'm trying to say is the new way that it's being done is like somebody goes to your website and they go, oh, we need one like this. And they give you the specs. Okay, we want it to do this, we want it that, 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 that. It's like creating a robot, right? And you create whatever it is, the site, um, the app, whatever it is, the system. Okay, so that's the way things are done now. And that is totally more efficient because now you're creating something that really suits the needs of someone versus something that only worked halfway. Remember, remember in the old days when you used to buy a record album? Okay, I know there's guys, I know there's guys that know record albums on this on this podcast. There's gotta be guys in their 40s and 50s on here, okay? And and plus. Okay. But but yeah, you remember when you liked that one song, but you had to buy all 10? Remember that? There was one song on the album that you really like, and you would wear out that song. It had grooves inside, Hoinks. Had grooves in that thing, right? You play them over and over and over. Oh, that one! And then if the song was in the middle, right? You had to like manually take the record player, the, the arm, and put them right on it. You see what I'm saying? But you had to buy the other nine songs that you didn't like. Okay, okay, those days are over. So, so now we can download one at a time, right? So, but anyway, but that's the way things are done now. So things have changed just a little bit. Um, high, uh, high tech, you know, the tech tech world is changing huge. I mean, it's going to revolutionize almost everything. Okay, it's already taking away jobs, and people are all you know mad about that. Okay, look, instead of getting mad, go out and go learn some tech stuff. Go go learn how to survive 
online. Go learn how to put, you know, I see housewives on Facebook doing cooking shows that they would probably would have loved to do in their 20s, right? But now they're retired in their 60s and 70s. They're doing cooking shows on Facebook and they're passing on the knowledge and they're making money off cookbooks. They're selling stuff. They're, they're making money and they're retired, okay? And then you get the other kind of retired people that are just not doing nothing, right? And maybe that's good for them. I don't know. But uh, I'm just, I'm not the kind of person that, that uh, can retire. I don't know about you. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, just, just be careful of what you sign up for or what you create for yourself because you better enjoy that, okay? Because there's certain things, you know, in my life that I've created that halfway down the road, I'm like, eh, I don't think so, you know? And then there's other things that I'm like, whoa, yeah, I can't get enough of this, you know, and, and my tastes are changing. Things are changing. Times are changing, you know? And um, I got I to gotta tell you that, that it's not as difficult as you think it is. Nothing is as difficult as you think it is. You just got to take the steps. You got to take the steps. You got to pay the dues. You got to do the trials. You got to fail. Okay, I fail every week. I fail, I fail at least three, four times a week, right? I keep failing, but it's the only way to succeed. The only way. You know, a lot of people are uh, really hung up on failure. They, they try not to fail. No, no, no. Don't do that. Go, go fall on your face a couple times, right? So you got to get picked up. Then when you get picked up or you pick yourself up, actually, that's what I got to do because nobody's here. <laughs> I got to pick myself up. Always. But when, then when you do, then, then you'd be fine. Okay. But just remember that, that failure is a part of success. And, uh, you know, you cannot fail um, in the long run unless you quit. That's it. I mean, basically, you know. And, and so, so the other thing, too, is that think digital. Don't, don't think physical. Okay. All the physical places, bro, in the next 10 years, you're going to see a big revolutionary move towards physical locations of everything. So, yeah, digital, digital, digital. Okay. Anyway, hey, till next time. Uh, I got I to gotta thank our sponsors. Um, <laughs> so I got to go, always. Hey, I got to thank our sponsors. Brother Randy, Sister Jerry at Island Club and Spa. Mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. Also, Pure Beauty Salon at Macy's. We want to say mahalo to them, too. Okay. And uh, Laurie over there. And uh, there's two Lorries, the manager Laurie and and uh, hairstylist Laurie and then also uh, who else oh uh, Voice Master Enterprises Family of Service Companies and AFM Hawaii Music featuring the music of Derek Chinan it's online and on iTunes it's on all kinds of platforms till next time I'm Gina saying mahalo and aloha